there is a certain kind of vow. There is a certain kind of vow you can only make after writing an autobiography. Not to sell your image like celebrities do, but chiselled with grinding honesty. You do not have to publish, just be readable, tell your story. You do not even have to write it, just speak it aloud, voice yourself in a plain, simple admission. Then, when you have it down, courageously recount it to someone else. Not just anybody, but one who has earned the rights to your defencelessness. When you've risked this step, then comes the avowal, the profession. St Francis, we are told, made a profession of poverty before the bishop and his father. He renounced his clothes, going barefoot into that fierce world of danger and nature outside the city. Yours too will be a self-sealed willingness to hazard yourself, adventure into the grindstone of reality. Francis called it poverty, and then it was institutionalised, neutered. I think we would call it vulnerability. To take only that which you have found in your story and walk out beyond your city wall. There is a certain kind of vow that no one can make for you. It is the vow of vulnerability. There is a certain kind of vow. There is a certain kind of vow you can only make after writing an autobiography. Not to sell your image like celebrities do, but chiselled with grinding honesty. You do not have to publish, just be readable, tell your story. You do not even have to write it, just speak it aloud, voice yourself in a plain, simple admission. Then, when you have it down, courageously recount it to someone else. Not just anybody, but one who has earned the rights to your defencelessness. When you have risked this step, then comes the avowal, the profession. St Francis, we are told, made a profession of poverty before the bishop and his father. He renounced his clothes, going barefoot into that fierce world of danger and nature outside the city. Yours too will be a self-sealed willingness to hazard yourself, adventure into the grindstone of reality. Francis called it poverty, and then it was institutionalised, neutered. I think we would call it vulnerability. To take only that which you have found in your story and walk out beyond your city wall. There is a certain kind of vow that no one can make for you. It is the vow of vulnerability.
There is a certain kind of vow you can only make after writing an autobiography. I wrote this poem with the idea that somehow, I think maybe I got it from um, the 12 step thinking that you have to, uh, in one of the steps, the fourth step I think it is, um, make a fearless moral inventory of your life and then the fifth step is to tell someone else. And so in this poem there is a certain kind of vow you can only make after writing an autobiography. In other words, really looking hard and, and fiercely and generously and compassionately at your own life. Not to sell your image like celebrities do. You know, not not to put a gloss on it that, that makes people think that you're somehow different. I'm not saying all celebrities do that, but, but you know, to get a ghostwriter to come in um, and produce this version of your life, but chiselled with grinding honesty. You do not have to publish, just be readable, tell your story. So it's something to work on, to keep going back to. This, this this story about who I am. And at the moment, in the circumstances that we find ourselves having to spend a lot of time uh, indoors or alone, with family, find a rhythm to a day to deal with the fear of the future it's worth this kind of reflection to go back and look at our lives. And some of us may not come through this, have to face that possibility. I have to face that possibility as a 58 year old man with blood pressure issues and certain weaknesses and vulnerabilities. So it's a good thing to look back at your life and, and to see what story is written there. You don't even have to write it, speak it aloud. Voice yourself in a plain, simple admission. A plain, simple admission of this is who I am. This is where I find myself. Then when you have it down, courageously recount it to someone else. Not just anybody, but one who's earned the rights to your defenselessness. We are able to be vulnerable with those who've earned the right to it. Those who, who will listen to us and hold our vulnerabilities, not distort them or try and talk us out of them or mock them in some way or tell us to grow up or man up or um, shake ourselves out of it or, or you know this is self-indulgent to spend all this time looking at yourself um, there's lots of things to be done um, to be fixed, to be sorted um, but this is a, a, a powerful thing to do so not just anybody one who's earned the rights to your defenselessness and when you've risked this step and it is a risk then comes the avowal, the profession. This is where the poem turns. When you've made those steps and you have 
told someone about who you really are, what your life really seems to be about for you at the moment, what you have chiseled out with grinding honesty, then there comes a, a, a willingness then to make an avowal. This is who I am. I profess. This is a word that comes from religious life in the Catholic tradition. Uh, to make a profession was to make a public statement about the way you wanted to live your life. St. Francis, we're told, made a profession of poverty before the bishop and his father. The very famous painting by Giotto on the walls of the Basilica of St. Francis. Francis um, realized that the things, all the things he owned were not what he thought they were and that he didn't want to own them anymore. He wanted to become much more vulnerable in the world. Unfortunately, some of the things that he owned belonged to his father and he gave all kinds of things away. He gave money to a priest um, to help rebuild a church and his father dragged him in front of the mayor of Assisi because he was affronted and offended by what Francis had done to him. Uh, and the mayor, realizing that Francis was a religious person, sent him to the bishop. And they're in the, the courtyard of the bishop's, uh, of the cathedral in the bishop's house. And Francis strips all his clothes off and he hands them back to his father and says, now I have only God as my father. And, and walks out of the square naked. He renounced his clothes, going barefoot into that fierce world of danger and nature outside the city. In those days, there were city-states in that part of Italy. And to be outside of the walls of a city was to be in a dangerous place, a place of lawlessness, a place of, of, of illness. There were lepers, um, a place without protection. But Francis chose to go into that world of danger and nature outside the city to be vulnerable. And he found there freedom. He found there that those things he thought he needed, he didn't. And that there were other things in the world of nature and the world of the poor and the broken and the humbled and the challenging that, that were presented to him in a way that made him feel rich and he, he named this profession his marriage to Lady Poverty. And there are wonderful pictures of this marriage of this man in, in, in sackcloth with this woman with wild hair and, and um, twigs and leaves all over her. Um, so yours too will be a self-sealed willingness to hazard yourself, adventure into the grindstone of reality. Where I live here in South Yorkshire, we brought down from the moors in Derbyshire millstone grit wheels. It's a very hard abrasive surface and we cut them into wheels. And all along the valley where I live, they use water mills and turn them into grindstones. And they would grind cutlery and, and grain and um, all kinds of products. And, and, and gradually that grindstone would wear away. But um, the grindstone of reality Yours too will be a self-sealed, you will agree to hazard yourself, adventure into the grindstone of reality. We are in the grindstone of reality as I speak, and we do not know what that milling will produce.
Francis called it poverty, and then it was institutionalized, neutered. I think we would call it vulnerability. Francis was absorbed into the life of the church, and, and in many ways that was a good thing, but also it, it institutionalized this idea of poverty and made it less vulnerable. It was, it was protected within the confines of the church and, and they were allowed to have houses and they didn't own property but the church owned it and all of these kind of things. Francis called this poverty, not that, but vulnerability. I think that's what we would call it now. To take only that which you have found in your story and walk out beyond your city wall, whatever your city wall is, whatever protections you've made, when you find something new in your story, walk out beyond it and, and walk out. And, and this is really hard and I'm, I'm rubbish at it. To walk out beyond what I expect of myself or, or the story that I've been telling for so long that's not true anymore. And, and to be vulnerable and say, I don't know what's happening. I'm not coping, I'm scared, I'm worried about my children, I'm worried about my situation, my work, that I won't have any money, that, that it's all going to hell in a handbasket. To, to be that vulnerable, I find that incredibly difficult. Vulnerability sounds great in theory, but in reality, and to have to say I'm wrong, I didn't react to that very well, I projected all my shadow onto someone else and when you're confined with your family that's usually the people closest to you and and I'm sorry and I want to I want to tell a different story walk out beyond that city wall there is a certain kind of vow that no one can make for you it's the vow of vulnerability there is a certain kind of vow that no one can make for you it, it it's something that we have to choose to do that we have to take that brave, courageous step to make every day, every day, that vow of vulnerability. There is a certain kind of vow. There is a certain kind of vow you can only make after writing an autobiography. Not to sell your image like celebrities do, but chiseled with grinding honesty. You do not have to publish, just be readable, tell your story. You do not even have to write it, just speak it aloud, voice yourself in a plain, simple admission. Then, when you have it down, courageously recount it to someone else. Not just anybody, but one who has earned the rights to your defencelessness. When you've risked this step, then comes the avowal, the profession. St. Francis, we are told, made a profession of poverty before the bishop and his father. He renounced his clothes, going barefoot into that fierce world of danger and nature outside the city. Yours, too, will be a self-sealed willingness to hazard yourself, adventure into the grindstone of reality. Francis called it poverty, and then it was institutionalised, neutered. I think we would call it vulnerability to take only that which you have found in your story and walk out beyond your city wall. 
There is a certain kind of vow that no one can make for you. It is the vow of vulnerability. <laughs>